Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're all doing well. I've had a nightmare the last couple of weeks because I have had lots of tech problems. Uh, my laptop decided to completely shit itself. So I had no laptop, which means that I couldn't record a podcast episode, which I'm sure you were all absolutely devastated. Don't worry, guys. I'm back. And actually, probably with new intro music because, again, a bit silly of me, but I did not I thought I did, but I did not save uh, my intro music to the podcast anywhere, which is a big boo-boo. Clearly, I just need to do better. Anyway, we live, we learn, we laugh, we live, laugh, love. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about, you guessed it, launching. It's been a hot topic lately. And I'm so excited to announce that doors are open for my brand new self-paced program, Ready to Launch. So in case you haven't heard of Ready to Launch yet, and you probably have if you're coming over from Instagram because I talk about it a lot, Ready to Launch is my brand new self-paced program that is going to teach you the strategies that you need. And there are many strategies that you can learn to launch your offer and for people to actually buy it because you may have had the experience of launching something before and you either found it super overwhelming because there were so many moving parts during your launch or you launched your offer and you found it overwhelming and very few people bought it or maybe nobody bought it. And I understand it's shit, it's really hard, but it'll be a thing of the past after you do ready to launch because you're going to learn launch strategies that you can use launch after launch. You can rinse and repeat them so that you actually get people inside your offer day one of doors opening. So go and check out the link in the bio. Ready to launch is open now. You can also add on a one-on-one launch strategy call with me. So you've got that one-on-one bespoke support as well. So definitely go check that out. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more at the end of the episode, but yeah, I'm excited about that one. And in today's episode, we're going to be speaking about my most lucrative launches that I've done. You guys know I've launched a lot and what they had in common, because we do hear a lot about the lessons I've learned through launching and maybe the launches that didn't go so well. But I've also had a lot of launches that did go well, especially in uh, the more I've done, the better they've gotten, which is generally speaking, hopefully how things go in life. We get better with practice. We get better with experience. And I am going to break those things down that all of my most enjoyable and my most lucrative launches had in common. So let's dive straight in. Right. So the very first one I'm going to talk about is that I had a very clear, actionable, simple being the operative word plan for whenever I have my most successful launches, I have been organized. And this doesn't mean that I've had to plan for months and months in advance or that I've got all these crazy spreadsheets. It just means that I know what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and I know why I'm doing it. And this usually means for me, I reverse engineer my launches. If you've listened to any of my other episodes about launching, you'll know that I do this. So I'll start with the cart open date and work backwards. This just helps me arrange my thoughts a little bit better. It also helps me know how long I've got to achieve certain tasks. I'll also write a to-do list as well. So I'll start off with like the macro tasks first. So maybe things like sales pages, maybe things like actually creating the course, for example, and then I'll break them down into smaller tasks and I'll be like, okay, if I need to create a course, that's going to take me a while. I'm going to need to, you know, create the canvas slides. I'm going to need to record the content. I'm going to need to edit the content and I'm going to need to upload it. That takes a while. I usually allow myself a week to do things like that. So 
I make sure that I have a very clear plan. I know my cart open date. I know if I'm doing a masterclass, I know what date that's on. I know that I have to funnel people into my masterclass for about a week before I host my masterclass. I need to allow time to warm my audience up. So I work backwards. I start with a date in mind. I push that date back if need be, but I know what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, and I know what tasks I have to do ahead of that. I work with a team member, lovely George, and George is amazing at keeping me accountable and on track because I'm not going to lie, I'm a human being and I get distracted like everyone else and I can procrastinate. So what we do is we have a monthly call and I will go on ClickUp and he will assign tasks to me and I'll assign tasks to him. And we do the same thing. We start with the macro task first and then break it down into more bite-sized pieces. And we also set deadlines for them. So I know that on maybe one particular week, I'm creating the course. And then maybe the following week on Monday through to Wednesday, I'm working on the sales page. I also make sure that I know what I'm posting in terms of content for the week of the launch. Uh, this just makes your life so much easier. I always like to allow space for more spontaneous content as well, but it definitely just makes things way less stressful when all you have to focus on the week of your launch is doing your Instagram stories and having sales conversations in the DMs. And that's really all I focus on. So clear plan number one, the best way to go into it. I've had launches actually where I've had more complicated launches. Uh, so for example, one launch, I did a wait list and it was an automated email sequence that went off in the background and sold to people in the background. And I actually didn't love this style of launch for me. I think it can work really, really well on bigger audiences, but it wasn't for me. So I decided that actually I find that much more stressful. I prefer to sell more on the front end. I do like a waitlist, but not that kind of waitlist. I wasn't really into that, but it's good to try these things out. It was also a more complicated launch. It required me to really like settle these email sequences up and like, I had lots of emails to write and I just found it was all a bit too much, a bit too stressful. So I don't do that anymore. I like to have my launches a bit more stripped back and I've done that many of them these days that I feel very comfortable doing launches this way. So yeah, simple, clear launch plan is so paramount in feeling organized, feeling in control, having good energy for your launch. The next thing that I do is to make sure that I have a very validated offer. This is where so many people go wrong. They are selling the wrong thing or they're messaging it in a way, messaging it, that doesn't really make sense, or they are packaging the right offer in the wrong package or their messaging is off. And so people, even though they need the offer, don't really understand or know or are aware that they need that offer. So there are so many things that can go wrong here. So really it comes down to three things, actually creating an offer that your audience needs and wants. It has to be a painful enough pain point and a desired enough core desire that people actually want it. A lot of people create programs that are like, oh yeah, that'd be nice for people. But if they don't need it or want it enough, the sales will probably be disappointing. The messaging being off, this comes down to not having done your market research properly and maybe you just need a little bit of help with your messaging. So if that's the case, definitely look into hiring someone to help you with that. If, for example, I do strategy intensive. So if messaging is something that you do struggle with, reach out to me, DM me on Instagram, just say intensive and I can give you some information about that. But if your messaging is wrong and people don't really understand 
how valuable your offer is or what it's going to do for them, then this is going to be a problem. And you do improve your messaging a lot with market research. You also find out what your audience wants through market research. So the messaging, the offer itself, and sometimes the package that the offer comes in. So if I'm going to use myself as an example here, I sold Story Sales Academy the first time. It was the right offer in the wrong package because what I did was I had an offer that people really wanted, you know, people really want to learn how to sell on stories, but I sold it as a six-week group coaching program, which was totally off. It wasn't right. I then relaunched that a few months later. I turned it into a self-paced program. And since then, it became one of my most lucrative selling, my most highest selling programs. So definitely be wary of the fact that, you know, you might have the right offer, but maybe it's in the wrong package or maybe the messaging's wrong or maybe the offer just isn't quite right. Things to think about. Whenever I've had an offer that people want, it sells like hotcakes. Number four programs that I actually enjoy selling. Now, this sounds super basic and very simple, and it is. I make sure that I'm excited about the offers that I sell. I've launched group coaching programs that I was really, really excited about, and they've gone really well. And then I've also launched the same group coaching program, maybe six months, a year after I first launched it. And I don't feel that same excitement around it. And it showed in the results and it showed in my level of enthusiasm, maybe on stories and in my content. And yes, your strategy needs to be shit hot, but also your energy needs to be equally as shit hot. You, I think people underestimate how important it is to have a really great mindset around sales and to also show up with a really detached, in a good way, energy around your program and also just be really excited about your program and really enjoy selling it. The more you enjoy selling something, the easier you'll find it to sell and your energy will be contagious and people will want in on it. So I make sure that I only sell things that feel good, that excite me, that also excite my audience. And any programs that start to feel a little bit stale and start to feel like, oh, like I just don't know if I'm into this, then I retire them or I just put them on the bench and I'm like, right, maybe it needs a facelift. Maybe I can change this program up so that I can feel more excited about it. Or sometimes I'm like, actually, this doesn't feel right for me to sell right now. I'm just going to leave it there and maybe I'll retire it or maybe I will give it a facelift later on and relaunch it. It just depends on how what I fancy at the time. And I'm also someone, I have to say, that is I'm an intuitive person. I'm an emotional person. So I do tend to do things like this. So it might not always make sense logically from a business perspective, but I think there is definitely room for intuition and logic to work with each other. And if something feels right to sell, then sell it. And if something doesn't really excite you or doesn't feel that great at the moment to sell, don't sell it. It's as simple as that. I've created programs sometimes and I've launched it once and then I'm like, do you know what? Yes, it was a lot of work to create that program and to launch it. I don't want to launch it again. I don't get hung up on the fact that, oh, but I created this program and I put a lot of effort into it and I like uploaded all the modules. Like I don't do that. I only sell things that I want to sell. And number four, an audience who is ready. Again, sounds really simple. Sounds like a real no-brainer and it is you need to have an audience who are very aware of what they are going to get 
You do not need to be mysterious. So when I talk about teasing and hyping my offers and building that anticipation before I open my cut doors, I really cannot overemphasize enough how important it is to let people know what they need to know in order to buy it before doors are open and not be mysterious. So don't just say things like something's coming, something's coming, or I'm working on a secret project and then open your doors because people have no idea what you're talking about. And to be honest, it's quite annoying. I think sometimes it's like, you know how influencers are like, oh, I had a really great day. I'm working on something really exciting, but I can't tell you yet. It's like, well, why did you fucking tell us in the first place? Like keep it to yourself. So I don't love that. I think it's really important to, as soon as you create an offer, I start teasing it. And that might mean that the offer isn't out for another two months. So that might mean the offer is out in two weeks. It really depends on what I'm selling. But as soon as I start creating an offer or as soon as I decide that I'm going to start selling something, I start to tease it. And I don't hide away the details. I tell people what the offer is, what kind of offer it is. So is it a group program? Is it a self-paced program? Is it an online course? Is it what is it? And I usually give some indication about the price point as well, although people usually can gain a general idea of what the price point is going to be based on is it, you know, a group program? Is it a one on one program? Is it a self-paced offer? They can usually decide for themselves, oh, it's probably going to be low, mid or high ticket. But I will often, especially if it's low ticket, I will actually say the price, you know, so I might if it's a 47 pound masterclass, I'm going to say that. I'm working on this masterclass. It's going to be about X, Y, and Z. It's going to help you do X, Y, and Z. And it's only going to be 47 quid. I'm so excited. Doors open next week. Can't wait. Like I literally told them all the information. The only thing that I would recommend not sharing before you open doors is the sales page because it gives a little bit more of an excitement and there is something to reveal on card open day. You do want there to be something extra special about card open day. So The lucrative launches, what they have in common, a really clear, simple plan. Number two, a validated offer, an offer with good messaging, an offer that people actually want and need, and an offer that is in the right package. They also have, uh, sorry, what was the other thing I was going to (laughs) say? I've lost my train of thought that I also make sure that I sell programs that I like selling. If something feels stale, I don't sell it. If something doesn't feel right anymore, I don't sell it. If I'm not excited about it, I don't sell it. I only sell things that I really want to sell. And number four, an audience that is ready for it. An audience that know the information. They have been teased with the offer for weeks, usually before I open doors. If, oh, actually I was going to say this before and I didn't mention it. If I sometimes feel like my audience are a little bit on the colder side of life, I don't launch it. Even if I'm like, oh, I probably need the cash injection right now, especially earlier on in my business, I would have been like, oh God, like I probably should launch now though, because I need money. Don't keep selling your evergreen, keep selling your one-on-one or whatever you can sell at the moment. And you should always be selling something. And hold off on your launch because if you rush your launch and you just launch because you feel like you need that cash injection, guess what? Your audience aren't ready for it. They're going to be too cold and you need to make sure that they are very ready to buy from you when you do open doors. Otherwise, it's a whole waste of a launch. You may as well just postpone even for a couple of weeks just to further warm them up, make sure you're really pumping out that content, building that buying desire and then launch because it will be much more lucrative in the end. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. 
If you are currently launching or you are thinking about launching within the next six months, you are going to want to buy Ready to Launch. Ready to Launch is my self-paced program with the option of adding on -on uh, one-on-one launch strategy call with me because I know that having some one-on-one support during a launch is extra, extra helpful. Inside Ready to Launch, though, you are going to learn how to have your best launch yet. You're going to learn how to have a really clear plan. You're going to know what you're doing, when you're doing it. You're going to know what launch style to choose for what offers you have. You're going to know how to validate your offer. You're going to know how to actually warm your audience up. You're going to know everything that you need to know about launching. And don't worry, there's no cookie cutter strategies in there. I'm teaching various different ways of launching so that you can choose the style that you believe suits you and your business, that suits your offer, so that you can actually tailor your launch to your business. Ready to Launch is open now. I am a huge believer in this program. It starts at 397 for Ready to Launch without the coaching call. But if you want to add the coaching call on, it is 497. So an extra £100, which is an absolute steal, may I add, for a one-on-one 60-minute coaching call with me. And if you jump in within the first three days, so from today until Friday, if you jump into Ready, Set, Launch, you will also get three days on Voxer for free. So... If that sounds like something that you want, I'm going to leave the link in the bio for Ready, Set, Launch and doors are open for a week. So they're open as of today, which is very exciting until next Wednesday, which is, if I am correct, uh, the, oh, that is not right on my calendar. Next Wednesday is the 2nd of November. So doors close on the 2nd of November at 11.59 p.m. So make sure that you jump inside. If you are launching, you are sick of these flop launches. You actually want to make some money. You want to go into your launch feeling confident, empowered, and in control. This one's for you. All right, guys. Hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you found it helpful. And I will see you guys all in the next episode of High Impact. And yeah, have a good one. Bye. Bye.